Hey friends, welcome to another season and another episode of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am so glad that we are all together today for episode 11 of season two. I am so excited about today's episode and have literally been dreaming about this day that everyone gets to hear from this particular guest. My friend Jenna is our guest today, and I just know that you are going to love her. When I started dreaming about this season of Wife Me Up, Jenna's name was one of the first that came to mind in terms of being an excellent creator. Jenna and I have served on ministry teams together. I've been to parties that she's thrown. We've done friends weddings together. And I want to tell you, I truly know no more creative person in my life than Jenna. Everything Jenna touches turns to gold. She is funny and fun and she can sing. Girl has pipes. She can write. She can paint. She can create. She can make some super cool lattes. She can bake. She can host and she can serve. She can do it all. I know not one other soul in the world like Jenna. So when we're talking about creating things, she is definitely the girl for the job. I know you will love hearing from her. Jenna grew up in Maryland and studied music before moving up to the North Shore of Boston, where she has lived for 13 years. She's currently a full-time worship arts director at a church in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Jenna and her husband, Jay, and their pandemic puppy, Kai, love exploring on the North Shore, trying new foods, and watching Survivor. Hey, remember to stick around at the end of the show for Megan Recommends, the segment where we share with you some things that are bright spots in the world for season two. Our guests have been the recommenders, so it's only kind of Megan Recommends, but Jenna has an awesome one for you today, and I can't wait to do this. I'm so excited about it. Hey, before we get started, everybody remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're a part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy. Because what actually is life if it's not shared? Here's my conversation with Jenna. Hello, friends, and happy Thursday, June 24th, 2021. Please, please welcome my friend Jenna to the show. Jenna, hello. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, well, thanks. Thanks for asking. I'm so pumped you're here today. This is like a dream come true. Um, I think it's my dream come true. So thanks for inviting <laughs> me. All the dreams coming true in one Wife Me Up podcast. Yes. Jenna, we're just going to jump right into it, um, if that's cool with you. So can you tell our listeners who you are? Give us like simple bio, background, what you do in the world, anything you feel like sharing, really. Sure. Um, well, I'm Jenna, and I live <laughs> on the North Shore of Boston. I've been up in this area for about 13 years, I think, this fall, which wow. was insane to me. That's crazy to um, think about, actually. It's very crazy. Um, I'm married to Jay. We've been married for about seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, these numbers are all getting bigger and bigger, and that's scary. But um, <laughs> we have a fur baby named Kai. Um, yes. He's what I think the people call a pandemic puppy, and um, 
I am a full-time worship leader at a church up here just north of Boston. And I do a lot of uh, random creative things. I love to bake. Um, I like mm -hmm. to play around with latte art. I used to have a hand lettering business. I dabbled in cake decorating. I like planning parties. We're redoing our backyard. You know, just a whole smattering of uh, creative things. That's kind of my MO. It is your MO. That's exactly why you're here. And I'm so glad you mentioned all of those things <laughs> your simple bio. And this season, you know that this season of Wife Me Up is highlighting people who create things for others to enjoy. And you're really someone that I had in mind before this season even started because your whole entire life is creativity as long as I've known you, which I think is 15 years at this point, but we don't have to dabble in numbers. Yeah, that's, that's too big of a number. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly, right? Um, but as long as I've known you, you are just creating things and people enjoy it. So it could be music, it could be art, it could be you throw the best parties, you have the funnest themes out there, you create experiences for people. So what do you think influences your creativity and it's a, if it's like different things for different mediums what influences what yeah I mean I think the first thing that comes to mind is just kind of the way the house that I was raised in my parents were both they weren't like they didn't have particularly creative jobs but they were very creative people mm -hmm. and I have a lot of memories as a kid of like my mom did craft shows we had insane birthday cakes for our birthday where my mom and dad would like collaborate and decorate them to look like whatever our favorite Disney character or cartoon character was. Oh, I love that. I really think my dad could have been a professional like cartoonist. He had an incredible drawing talent and there was this pantry, like this big closet in my dining room that was filled to the brim with every craft supply, art supply, school supply, whatever you oh. could think of. And whenever I was bored, my mom was just like, go find something in the closet, go make something. Um, or if I needed a gift or a card or basically I was raised in a house where if you needed something, you tried to make it first. Um, or if that's you were awesome. bored, you were told to try and go make something. So that's that muscle in me was, um, I guess, stretched and molded <laughs> from a yeah. young age. So I think that that was like my biggest influence. Yeah. Um, and now I, I think that I'll, I, as much as social media is like a blessing and a curse sometimes sure it really enough. is a huge inspiration for me i'm a visual learner and so i love watching other people create things i love watching other people's processes so mm -hmm. things like watching um you know like videos on instagram or or youtube or watching like online free online classes or uh food network shows i just like love watching other people <laughs> do what they're really good at and that's really um inspiring to me and kind of inspires me to create things for myself or um the environment around me or for other people and yeah i just really like seeing the impact that um that that has on other people like when i'm able to create something for someone else so that's i mean that's inspiration and, and motivation yeah, and you're such a people person. You love people. Yeah. And so probably creating something where you're you're seeing someone else enjoy it. You're like, no, this is why I'm here. This yeah. is, I love doing this for this person. Do you have like a favorite thing or experience or something that you have created for someone else where you're like, I nailed that and I <laughs> loved it? Um, uh, I mean, 
there isn't one thing that comes to mind specifically. I know that, um, so it's my full-time job to be a worship leader. And mm -hmm. so I play guitar and sing in a band on Sunday mornings at a church. And I get to think through the entirety of a worship service and create an environment where people feel safe and invited and inspired to worship the Lord. And in that moment where I'm facilitating that, that usually feels like the sweet spot for me. Um, yeah. And so that's not, I mean, that happens every Sunday, praise the Lord. That's a blessing, <laughs> but um, that's something that like feels like it's my wheelhouse in that moment when I'm helping facilitate that thing that I've helped create it, which is funny because, you know, when we're talking about worship, it's, I, I'm creating something, but I'm really trying to get people to look elsewhere. I'm really trying to point people's attention uh, right. to the Lord instead. Um, so that one's a funny dynamic, but but yeah, that that's the thing that kind of feels like my sweet spot most regularly. Yeah, and you are you are creating an environment, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. and that's important. We know that that's important too. Um, what we believe, you know, in connecting people to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, so you kind of talked about a lot of things. You talked a little bit about worship leading. You talked a little bit about, you know, just creating things in general growing up. But what's a, like a creative strategy that you've implemented to keep you dreaming about creating new things? And and you always are creating new things. I can say this because I watch it. So you're creating like arts. You're creating songs. You have these like awesome like crafty things that craft is probably not even the word it's probably just art you create lattes which i'm always like no i want that right now like whenever <laughs> you post a coffee i'm like i want that too so if someone was stuck like how would you encourage them to persist in their creative endeavors yeah i i mean i'm gonna be real with you and say that i'm not the best at routines mm -hmm. and so i don't know that in at least in my like day-to-day -day life i have a routine but I know that whenever I am feeling kind of stuck or unmotivated, I naturally, it's my natural inclination to look for something to create with my hands and mm. like a latte or baking cookies or journaling or drawing. And so that usually jostles me. Um, yeah. My like cheat code is often like a brand new notebook and like a brand new pen that gets me uh, excited. Same. Um, but I also think about like, um, I also read a lot and one yeah, book yeah. I've read, um, I think I read this in college, um, by Anne Lamott, who I'm sure you're familiar with. She wrote a book called Bird by Bird and it's about yeah. her writing process and, um, just being a better writer. And one thing I remember her talking about was writing every single day and just yeah. knowing that it's not always going to be good. In fact, some days you might just throw, completely throw away what you've written. But yeah. I think that creativity is similar to that and that it, it is a muscle that mm -hmm. can be strengthened or weakened. And if you just make it a regular part of your life to try something creative, then I think that that will, um, you know, that, that continues to strengthen and build, especially if you're not somebody who calls yourself a creative or you, you think like, oh, I'm not an artist. I'm not a creative person. Right. Just making something or even if you like without the expectation that it's going to be brilliant or good or you're going to sell it or put it on display just make something sure. for your own uh satisfaction and i think that a regular routine of doing that will strengthen that muscle and yeah I that's really wise actually i think that you know sometimes especially in the creative world like 
we would maybe say like, oh, there's there's no routine. Like I'm just creative when I'm creative. But if you're constantly creating and, and building that muscle, like you mm-hmm. say, then you're going to want to do more and better and, and succeed in those endeavors. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I, um, I love watching you create things and I'm always so, I, I don't know why I'm so surprised still these, all these years later, I'm like, oh, look what Jenna did. Like, <laughs> like look, look at what, look what her house looks like. Or like, look at this latte or look at, look at Jenna's new song. Like, look at, look at her sing this thing. And it's always just so inspiring to me. And I think that's good. I, I have another question and I, I didn't send this to you, but it Uh-oh. just popped in my head. I know. Um, so do you follow Annie F. Downs? Yes. Okay. So 10 out of 10 love her. She's incredible. I, I love following her. Mm-hmm. She has this um, Sabbath routine, like a rest routine. Mm-hmm. And one of her things is that she says, if you work with your mind, rest with your hands. And if you work with your hands, rest with your mind. Mm. And so for you though, you're, you're kind of both of those things, right? Because <laughs> even let's take your full-time job of worship leading, you're working with both hands and mind in that <laughs> capacity. So what does, if you're constantly like working on this kind of muscle of creativity, what does work look like for you? And what does rest look like for you? Yeah, that's so interesting. I have been processing that a lot lately because um, before this was my job to be a full-time uh, worship leader, mm-hmm. I had like a fairly administrative job in an office. And yes. I, that is, I find myself to be a fairly strange combination of both administrative and creative. And so working in an office is not like death to me. I, I enjoy, I'm very task driven. And so I enjoy For that. Sure. But in that season of life where I was working full time in an office, when I was out of work, I was always wanting to come home and bake at the end of the day, or I was, I was doing craft shows outside of work. I was building a hand lettering business. And so in all of my spare time, that's what I wanted to do. And I've noticed a shift in that now, whereas my full-time job right now is more creative and that's an incredible blessing for me, but I have noticed a shift where outside of work, I don't just naturally pick up um art supplies i actually like in this season reading has been one of the biggest things that i do to kind of unwind so i guess that's more of like a a mental yeah um, thing and that i love kind of just getting lost in a fiction novel Um, yeah and i still like love to bake and create things but i just noticed a shift in me that that's not the first thing that I reach for as something that's restorative for me outside of work because sure. my job does tend to be more creative. So that part of me is is getting fed a bit more during the day than right. it had been. Right. No, I think that's really interesting. And it's like so cool to notice that about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are my rhythms of work and in what season, what do they look like? Yeah. And what are my rhythms of rest and in what season, what do mm-hmm. they look like? Yeah. Um, and I've been kind of tracking that from like myself too, because I'm, you know, writing more and podcasting more. And this is like really creative yeah. kind of stuff, but but it's very um, kind of hands-on for me, right? And so mm-hmm. like in the time of rest, I, I too, I'm like, I just want to read a book or just like walk around the block. Like yeah. I don't want to like be doing a ton of things. Um, but it's like funny to track that. But also I think it's super interesting because if you're in a creative field and like you are, 
you could just create, 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 create all the time and then potentially get to burnout also. And so like there's a balance there between I want to create at work and I want to create at home, but I need to make sure that they're, that they're balanced. I'm assuming anyway. Yeah. And I, I just think that no, that wasn't something that I came to like, it it wasn't obvious to me at first. I just kind of noticed like, Oh, why am I not lettering as much? And I kind of had to think through, Oh, I guess it makes sense. Like what the thing that I'm craving. And so, I think yeah. knowing this season that you're in um, is important because then you better know how to add routines for creativity if that's something that you need or routines for the, the type of rest that you need in order to recuperate. And it's okay for that to shift from season to season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. I love thinking about those things and like talking about them with other people because it's so fun to hear a perspective on rest and work that you're like, okay, I'm not the only one like trying to think through this thing. Yeah. Making sure it's happening. Well, yeah. And you, you probably have friends or coworkers who, you know, on their Sabbath day, on their rest day at the end of the workday, choose completely different activities than you do in order to restored and refreshed. And yeah, uh, it's just so interested that interesting that, you know, God also made us all so differently to kind of, yeah need very different things yeah the common need is rest but how that's achieved is so different for each Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. yeah jenna last question it's my favorite question to ask people um, especially in this season because it's just been so fun to hear people's answers what is one thing that you know about god now as a result of being gifted the way that you are, that maybe you didn't know right away or something that you've learned about him along your creative journey? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, God is creative. I think I knew that. He is yep. our creator. He made us. He made everything that we um, see and everything that we get to enjoy. And yeah. I think that ultimately the heart of um me wanting to make things is that I want to make things that reflect him and point others toward him. Yeah. Uh, and so I know that spending time in his presence kind of also fuels my creativity because the more time we spend with him, the more we start to reflect his nature and his character. Yeah. But I think the more I also recognize his creativity. I also start to realize that um, that nothing that I experience is, or anything that I go through, is a surprise to him, because yeah. he made it all, um, and right. he is the ultimate creator. So that I think, in a way, it might it might sound kind of roundabout, but when I think of him as the creator, I actually start to feel more security because mm. I can trust that he made it all, and he sees it all, and he knows it all. So like there's not there's nothing he hasn't seen or created or known was going to happen and so in tapping into his creativity I also feel a sense of security I love that answer <laughs> it 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 that it, it's so beautiful right like no, I'm tapping into this thing and I know that's going to get me closer to the heart of God. I know I'm going to experience the heart of God at a different level Mm -hmm. than maybe I had before because he ultimately did all of this anyway. Yeah. What a beautiful note to end. (laughs) Listeners, tap into your creativity. I think that's the, the core, whatever, takeaway, main takeaway here. Just 
just be creative, do something. Jenna, any last thoughts for the people? Um, don't be scared to try something new. I mean, mm. don't feel like because you don't consider yourself a creative person um, uh, that you can't try a new project or a new craft or a new art. Um, it's not about the end result at all. So just, just dive in. I love it. Yes, dive in. Take a deep dive. Do something. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Jenna. I love hearing all the things you have to say. And I know that our listeners enjoyed it too. I'm going to speak for them, but okay. I know that they did. <laughs> well, I loved being here. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. We'll see you soon. Hey, everybody, join us over on Megan Recommends. Jenna has a great recommendation for you this morning. Hey, everybody, welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little place where we share things that are making our world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better, too. So today, Megan recommends listening to Jenna. Jenna, what do you have to recommend for us today? All right. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Me too. I... And I, this might surprise you, but maybe not. I, so I mentioned I like to bake and yep. um, like any good millennial, Pinterest is in my blood. So yes. I typically am, I mean, I typically like, it gives me a lot of life to try new recipes and, and make new things. So I typically would look up a different recipe anytime I make cookies. Oh yeah. And that's fun for me. Let's try something new every time. But I have found the one. No. I found the Holy Grail. and The one, you, like chocolate chip, like the, the tried and true? Chip cookie, like it's easy, it is quick, and everyone I've made it for, I'm, so I'm not trying to just like toot my own horn here, but everyone I've made these cookies for has said, wow, that's a good cookie. And it was, it's like the simplest thing comes together so quick. I think I've made it four times, like in the last month for my birthday, friend's birthday, Father's Day, the landscapers in my backyard. Like, Naturally. It is just whip it up, keep all the ingredients on hand and do it. So can we share the link? A hundred percent. We in one million percent will share yeah. the link in the show notes. You need yes. it. You just need to have a, like a solid, quick, easy recipe in your back pocket that you can just reference anytime you need something. And these are things we'll probably have in our pantry. Yes. I mean, keep okay. good chocolate chips on hand, but everything else you probably have. Oh my gosh, Jenna, you are such a little angel of love with this. <laughs> and I know that you have tested many a cookie recipe. So I, coming I from have. you, we can trust this recommendation 100%. You can. You can. <laughs> I'm just sad that I didn't come up with the recipe myself. <laughs> I just yeah. scoured the internet for you. <laughs> All right, friends, make some chocolate chip cookies. That's the recommendation. We will definitely put the link in our show notes and you can just, we'll make it really clickable. So you can just click right on it and get to the, get to the link. And Hey, if you have some chocolate chip cookies that you want to share with someone to create something for them to enjoy, we also recommend that. Jenna, thanks for the recommendation, girl. You got it.